back again. It is the Country Rap Report. Yours truly, Big XL. What up, what you do, man? And uh, y'all know what we do right here on the Country Rap Report. We give you the best in the genre of country rap, whether it's through our reviews, our expertise, our industry opinions of some of the dopest and not-so-dopest videos in the genre. We also give you exclusive artist interviews of the movers and shakers in the genre. And we also give you AMA, Ask Me Anything. That's when you, the viewer, you, the listener, have an opportunity to ask us questions about the music industry. And we do our best based on our professional experience to answer those questions. Now, I want to say shout out to, um, I see a lot of we, people. We also, we also do, uh, don't forget, we also do the music industry playbook. I was about to say that. Now, we, we do music industry playbook, which is, we basically hone in, hone. Is it hone or hon? Zero hone, in. Hone. We zero in <laughs> on a topic, and we just discussed that topic. And I see we got some pretty decent feedback over um, the show, the episode about the show money and how to do a yeah. show and not do yeah. a show. And um, um, I definitely got a music industry playbook. I think, man, you need to bounce around. Um, we have a few um, yeah. that we've been talking about that I got a list of right here. So whenever we get ready to start recording those, yeah, we need to just do we have a one in there? Do we have one invest in yourself? Or no, call it ain't ish free. Ain't, ain't ish free. Okay, I'll write I, that down. I don't know. I just, um, and just, you know, I go from site to site. I look at people commentary, what they talk about. And um, I think a lot of people think this thing free. I think a lot of people think that it's just supposed to be free. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that might be based off of false perceptions. Um, I mean, we, yeah, we can talk about it in, in the, when we get ready to record that episode. But I don't totally agree. It's not free, but it, there's a lot of stuff that you can do that is free that you're but, not doing. <laughs> yes, I think I think artists, and I think we've said that, I know I've said that time and time and time and time again. Right. Do every possible, let's even go back to you saying, if you see a new platform, you jump on it. Exactly. Those are free. Take advantage of every free thing possible. But it's so much I want to say in that, that people miss the boat because I think a lot. And that, and I think with the music industry playbooks, I know we're the country rap report, but with the music industry playbooks, a lot of that information is general information for the industry. Agreed. So you don't have to be a fan of country rap to come over here and get a plate for some of this, you know, of this information that might help uplift your career. All right, but we're here today because we got videos. We got videos, we got videos, we got videos. Um, and I'm also, I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm still, bro, still running into artists who, don't want to embrace the genre. And I'm not going to say the genre. Mm. I'm going to say the fans. You embrace their fan base? Yes. Yeah. Go after their money? Go yeah. that, that, there? Yeah. So I'm going to stop because I'm, I'm in conversation with artists who sent me stuff and I hit them back. I'm like, have you ever thought about targeting your market to this? 
And they kind of send me, first of all, when someone send me back the laughing emoji and I ain't telling no damn jokes, I be, <laughs> I be pissed off. No, you just know where they are with their career. Yeah, because I had a guy who sent me something. And the first song, I'm like, man, this song will really resonate with the fans of the genre. Right. And everything else, I could tell who he was rapping to. He was rapping to Cameron. <laughs> you okay. know what I'm saying? But the first song, I'm like, this would go or will be embraced. So I hit him like, hey, have you ever thought? He asked me what you think about the project. And you know, normally, I don't, I'm going to be honest. Normally, I don't, I'd rather you send me a song as opposed to your whole project. But he actually sent it to me while I was at work. And I do 90% of my listening at work. And I was like, nah, but I'm going to check it out. And when I checked it out, I was like, man, it's all right. But this first song, this first song, definitely he should try to introduce it to the genre. Okay. <clears throat> I hear the man say, have you ever thought about looking into that lane? He sent me back the laughing emoji. Like, nah, I don't think they will rock with it. I was like, what, they gonna rock with that right now? I didn't say that to him, but that one, I'm like. Right. <laughs> well, he might have, again, he might have that misconception about the genre that is out there. Like, the, they, they think that country rap is racist. Um, just like we used to think country was, country music was racist. You know, especially when hip hop was birthing, like, and 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 up to that point, it wasn't a lot of, you know, African American representation in the genre anyway. So, you know, it kind of gave you the perception of it, like this ain't for you, you know. But as we are in 2022, you know, there are black country rappers over here. There are black country singers now. There are black country rappers slash singers, you know. So there, there, that that stereotype, and if they're still playing on that. That's not on us. You know, we're, we're doing everything that we can to expand the genre and help it grow. If he can't take your constructive criticism and then tell him, like, look, this is real over here. Like, this is, this is where you need to be going because you got a built-in audience. And if you don't want to listen, and then you can do about that, fam. Yeah, you're right. And it's not my, I am too old. I got it. I'm, you know what? I got a lot of advice here, but my life advice, I probably at this point going to save it for my kids. Yeah, probably best. Because trying to talk to these artists sometimes be frustrating. All right, let me say Especially this, the ones who think they know what's going on but don't know shit. Let me say this and we into the show. Any artists out there, I on Labor Day, I am officiating my very first wedding. So if you're an artist out there, you want to be married by the big SL, I got it. <laughs> That's funny. I am officiating a wedding, my daughter's wedding, but still. And you know the sad part, as I've been practicing, right? You right. know what keeps going through my mind? What's that? Prince. Right. I'm scared I'm gonna say, dearly beloved, we're <laughs> gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And not the next word, like, I don't mean hell, but it's quite a long time. Well, I'm here to tell you. Yeah, the world. I, I'm just, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't get the intro. Let's go crazy. I'm, I keep telling my daughter, boy, I hope I don't miss this. You should up. do it anyway. Do it anyway. Just, just, just because. 
I want to get it out. Oh, my God. All right, man, let's get these videos, man. We got a slew of great, what I consider great videos, so let's get into it, man. First video of the episode is by those good old fellas, the Kentucky Music Mafia. All right? The Kentucky Music Mafia. Okay. The first thing I want to say about the Kentucky Music Mafia, they are what I consider the epitome of what people think when they think of country rap. That's not I a think, good thing. Huh? That's not a good thing. I don't say that. I think it's a good thing when it comes to the people who want to hear it. Now, the artist I was speaking of, uh-huh. see, this is what he hears when I mention the word country rap. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, that's not a good thing. No, it's not a bad thing because they have a fan base. They have a fan base, and I think they, they do. They have a very serious, thick core fan base where they are in Kentucky. Yes, they do. But so, the music hasn't elevated since I first heard them when we first started these episodes two years ago. But I'm not mad about that. There I am because I don't. I don't like the stereotypical sound of country rap. Like the, it, the, the genre has grown since we've been in it, literally. Okay. This this is this isn't this isn't church. This isn't even on par with church. No, and we're usually when you judge a genre, you judge it by the top. You judge it by the standard. This is not this is below standard. This is but this is not church. This is not Adam. This is not Jelly Roll. This is not Demon. This is not anybody else up there that puts together this type of music and formulates these types of lyrics. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying they haven't elevated. This is and I will put this in a pocket with a whole bunch of other folks. This is New Breed and Jesse Howard. Yep. This is um, um, what's the group that you like? Moccasin Creek. Moccasin Creek. No. Is one guy. No, the group that you like, the uh, something bandits. Marcus Moonshine Bandits. Moonshine Bandits. This is them. Um, this is a couple of other groups that just just, oh, just oh. No, Coke got bars, fam. Coke, Coke ain't Coke. Coke. When we first thought of Colt Ford, this was Colt Ford, yes. But Colt has elevated. Colt has put together bars upon bars, and in the last two years, he's probably elevated himself to being up there with some of the top. And So it's fair to say Colt Ford probably got a young ghostwriter. I don't uh, – probably a team of writers, which is not shunned upon in this genre. I'm not a mad, mad about it. He has elevated. But this is – this isn't growth. This, this is – this like you said, this is stereotypical – depiction of what people think of when when they hear country rap and i don't i don't i don't want this to be it when i when i when i when people hear country rap i want you to think church i want you to think of a dude at a body with bars instantly regardless of what he looked like or what type of flag he's wearing around his neck or who's in the background like regardless of that this dude got talent that will compete in other genres like it's, it's not just the country part it's also the rap part this is when you think of stereotypical stuff, and I hate to jump in your sidebar, but when you when you think of stereotypical country rap, the it sounds like country folks trying to rap. And I don't like the trying part. I want it to be, I want it to sound industry level or at least competitive with the peers that are in there. And this is not with the level of the peers. It's not even the level to the level of the other people that we're going to talk about in this video. Um, this is probably by far the... And I'm going to say this in a rapper's term. These are the weakest bars that you'll hear. 
but it's also the most stereotypical country rap stuff that you hear, and they probably have more fans than all these other three people combined okay. that we're going to talk about in this video. Um, so, yes, I, I'm, I'm confused on it because I think the genre needs to grow, but I don't think the genre cares about growth. I think the genre just wants this type of music, uh, this type of feel-good music that tells a good story. It's got the quote-unquote hip-hop elements and the country foundation. Like, I think they're content with that, but I'm not, FYI. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I, I understand where you're coming from completely. But I also gotcha. feel like all right, when you talk about growth of the genre, I think now the genre has divided. You have different type of country rap. No different. We than got you. like five. Right. We got like five over here. Right. So with that being said, I think these guys definitely have their lane. So we, we to me, I don't say have they grown as the genre grows, but have they grown as artists? From the last time we heard them to this time, do they sound better? I don't remember the last time. <laughs> I'd have to go back and watch the video when we reviewed them. But I would, I'm going to say negative. But based on the notes that I have, and this is an elevation based on the notes that I have in reference to the video. All right, so let's let's do it like this. Okay. All right, so... How I felt about the video. All right. The one thing is, and you know, I've said this before, maybe with them or other groups. When there are multiple group members, I just like to see the name of the member. Right. Um, and maybe that's because from a media standpoint, I want to say so-and-so and so bars were dope. So-and-so and so went second. So until I get to know them, I, but that's just a personal thing for me. This video at the point in time of us reviewing had 54,000 views. So I'm sure 54,000 people like forget you because we know who they are. Um, I didn't like on the video, the only thing I didn't like was because I'm talking about the name of the song. I mean, the name of the artist. And okay. they continuously throughout the song put the name of the song on the screen. I hated that. No yeah, country that, but that's not. That's not them. That's not on them. That's on the video guy. But yes, I, yes. I, it's on my notes too. Yes, that is so, a that is a hard enough. If you could, if you could give me that, you could have put in small each individual's name. I didn't think we need to be reminded of the name of the song, considering they're saying it in the hook. It's long country road. road. Now, um, also, <laughs> I got a little bit confused because I think Kentucky Music Mafia is four people, but. There are certain scenes in the video where it's only three. The, the studio shots is all four, but then the field shots is three. Uh, okay, I didn't didn't realize that. Okay. Um, also, um, I love drone shots, but sometimes I think in drone shots, they capture things that don't need to be captured. Uh, like the field shot, right? As the right. drone goes up. Two pieces in my notes. You just you just captured them, the graphics and the drone footage. Yes, yes. I was cool with the drone footage, but <clears> I didn't need to see the pickup truck that they rolled up in. Agreed. Like, at that point, it's no longer a wrap out. But the, the drone footage was part of the wrap out, and this motherfucker two miles back, and they still rapping. Like, yeah. what, what, what is going on, bro? So, again, I guess neither one of those are on the artist. It's on the video part. I was cool with it because right. it seemed like they're right. in the field. It gave us a long country road. 
feeling, but I thought it would have been doper had they been walking down a dirt road. Right. Um, now, some of my positives. I really love or the- or or if the car that they or the truck or van, whatever they was wrapping in front of, if that was in, on the country road and then they was in front of or behind the, the truck, and then the drone footage went out and it showed the how far the country road was. But they didn't do that. Like the drone footage went sideways and they ain't even on the road, they off the path. Like it was it was that was a misfire on the videographer. But keep going, keep going. Um, but I do like the country twanging. I respect the artists who that are in that pocket. I don't have to listen to it all day, every day, but I respect okay. it. I respect the new breed in Jesse House, even though they don't rock with us. Um, I respect that lane, and I yeah. definitely see they have a major core fan base who rock with them. But yep. right. I understand what you say. When, it's, it's, when we're introducing country rap, it's kind of hard to put them out front. Because you're going to make right. people who don't like country rap say, no, nah, I'm straight. Exactly. But they're necessary to me. They're necessary to keep the core foundation of, of the group. I really like the first guy singing. I really like the first guy singing. And I really, really enjoyed the first verse from the first, the guy who rapped first. I think he might be the most skilled rapper, at least on this song. Um, the second verse. I agree. The second verse wasn't bad. The guy just kind of reminded me of Coke Ford a little bit. Maybe it was the imaging from the hat and the beard. But as a whole, bro, I think Kentucky Music Mafia are definitely necessary to keep the name country rap, traditional country rap alive. They would be what we would call old, old school country rap. Agree. Old, old school, that would be one of the, the factions that we have in core hip hop. This would be Old school, or well, I wouldn't call it traditional. So yeah, this would be old school. This is old, old school, school is traditional. Yes, yes, agree. Um, I agree with you, what you said on the graphics. The video guide, you did not need to have graphics playing in the middle of the video, especially during the verse. Um, that's a no. You did, video guide, you did not have to do drone footage during the rap out on the second verse, and that shit was like two miles away, and they still rapping out because you can still see them moving their arms and stuff. That's a hard no. But I did like some of the angles. I did like the lighting and I did like the scene. So for that, I gave it a nine on the video. So I didn't really take off on that. What I do remember from the last time that we mixed, uh, we we listened to Country Music Mafia. Am I saying it right? Country, yeah, Country Music Mafia. The mixing, mixing and mastering is off on this. And I, I'm pretty sure I said that the last time when we reviewed them. The vocals from the hook were layered right. And I love that because it was the, the dude, the actual dude that was singing and the Dude from the second verse, they layered themselves. The dude from the second verse got like a baritone, and the other guy, he almost got like a high tenor type of voice, uh, almost nasally. But that part needed to be EQ'd so bad. And I don't know if they maybe, maybe, I don't know if you're afraid of auto tunes or something, but you might need to experiment with it. But it, I think auto tune is your friend if you, do, if you are using it right. Um, but also in here, the instruments were off balance. And even some of them were unnecessary. I think there was a bass line in there. They were playing with their keys that you probably would have been better suited playing the bass, you know, using some of the live instrumentations that we're used to in country. But I think that was part of the hip hop elements that they threw into it to make it the country rap part. But I, I didn't think it was necessary. And I think it kind of took away from the track. But in his, and this is what I took off most from, the beat in here was too low. Um, 
And then at times it even got lower because it was being overshadowed by the instruments that were either off key or unnecessary. So it was a real hard issue for me on the mixing and mastering. I don't, I don't know who did it, but whoever did it didn't do it right. And if you are considering yourself a high level skiered mixing and mastering engineer, you may need to reevaluate some things because this was not good quality. So on the audio side, I only gave it an eight, which is an overall 17 on the score. I'm not mad at what I got, but like you said, this is necessary. We have, we got booty shake. We got conscious rap. We got twerk music. We got drill, mumble rap. Uh, rap. We got like 20 different factions over here. Crap, crap. Uh, all of that. So I'm, I'm not mad that there are different factions of it in country rap because we got political rap. We got God Twain. We got a whole bunch of other things over here. And I'm not, again, I'm not mad at it. They, they are necessary. I just, if I don't see where, now we talk about 300 because we were talking about, congratulations, Salim, again, on your promotion. When we were talking about that, this isn't something that I would present to Salim. Even though they have a core fan base, they could probably sell out little small venues and probably do all of that stuff independently and wouldn't even need 300. But this isn't something I would give to him all to be and be like, look, this is what we got over here. This would be something like, bro, what is this? This is selling? Question mark. But like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. But at, I, I don't know how to fix it. Nor do I know if it needs to be fixed mm-mm. because it, it has a place over here. This, like, you're right. This is nothing I I would present to Celine. Right. But this is something I would say if I knew the group. Right. Looking for a distributor. This is something I would present to a good distributor. Right, right. because of the core fan base. Yes, you know, say, yeah, that say, would make sense. Let's go back like to retail days. This is something I would definitely present to J Dog over at Selecto Hits. Okay, okay. They have a catalog <laughs> and say they're makes like sense. they got a fan base, they just don't know how to get their music worldwide. So this would be like a partnership thing with a, a good distributor as opposed to a record label marketing them. And, you know, I don't, you know, but it, they both work. This is what, this would be a definitely lifelong independent artist type, Tech Nine. We got our fan base. We're going to do our numbers. And, you know, now maybe one of the members branched off and done something in another direction. Mm-hmm. And I heard it. That would be something I would present to a major label because we can build on that fan base, but give you a different style. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let's keep it going. Keep it going. Get your paper and pencil out because I need this one to be in the category for song of the year. <laughs> song of the year? It would be the same one that I thought was going to be in song of the year. Probably not. And now I feel like we probably got. Okay. You ready? Right. Next video up is who every time this guy does music, bro, I just I just like, ooh, man, he oh my god, he be ripping my heart out of my chest, be touching my soul. Rap Bree, come back home. Okay, okay. Real I had point? it in video the, I had it in video the year. You you got it on the song of the year. So we we on point. We you know what? Point. You know what? And I teeter totter with that. Whichever category you put uh-huh. in, that's fine. Video or it need okay. to, when we do our nominations, it need to show up in one of video or song on the year. It need to because agree. Coming back home, 
Produced by Thaddy Thaddy. Hey. <laughs> what was the yeah. tag at? The tag wasn't even in the video. No, it's not in the video. Yeah, he, he didn't drop a tag. But it's it's on the screen. I saw it up there, but I was like, what? wait a minute. Was that him playing the guitar? <laughs> I don't know what 30 30 looks like, so I have no he idea. Don't, he, don't look, he don't look like me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, let me say this. Artists. I don't know if me and Shmank need to create a text line. Some of y'all are the worst in checking your inboxes when it comes to setting up stuff. Because I ain't trying to put you on blast 30-30, but I am putting you on blast. He said, hey, let's oh, get locked in for an interview. interview. <laughs> yeah, it's like in an interview. And then I'm like, cool, let's do it. And I go back and look, and he ain't even looked at that message and said, cool, let's do it. You know what we can tell when y'all looked at the messages or not? Right, exactly. It's a sent and seen. Seen mean we know you've seen it. But I'm just making fun, fun with you 30-30 because we know we're going to lock it in. Bro, coming back home. First of all, that hook done exactly what it's supposed to do at the beginning. It hooked me in and made me like this. I thought the, um, the hotel... The hotel room scene was dope. I thought him rapping on the porch with the guy playing the guitar was dope. Um, I thought him walking down the road, making his way back home was dope. I thought the story of, of him basically being homeless or whatever the case may be, stealing from the store was dope. I didn't like the stealing. I didn't like the stealing. Let me tell you why I liked it. And it didn't end right, but it captivated me to the end. Okay. You, you see okay. the guy seeing him stealing, right? Yes. I, I thought the guy who picked him up was the guy who saw him stealing. And remember, he jumped on the back of the truck. I right. was waiting for the guy to pull up at the jail. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm like, you're, you're trying to do a whole nother storyline. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes. I'm like, he done jumped in the truck with the guy who seen him stealing. <laughs> he on the back of the truck, think he's going somewhere. They finna pull up at the county. So, the fact <laughs> the fact that that video evoked my imagination like that, bro. Everything I don't remember one line in it, but I do remember the message. Find your way back home. Find your way back to the things that kept you grounded. Find your way back to the love, bro. To me, this song is a necessity in life. When it comes to the meaning of it, um, I don't have a lot of notes. I just said great story with great lyrics, great message with great visuals. This is a perfect for me. It was a story about, I don't know if it was about forgiveness, but it was definitely about love. And I think some of the raps that he was talking about was about forgiveness and how God still accepts you. Um, but the story that you saw, this dude pretty much is out there on the streets. I didn't like the stealing part, Real Breed. I think he probably could have got away with telling the story without that part. Because um, when I when I was looking at it, and my wife was there. I was like, "Did he just steal that shit? Like for real? What are we talking about?" And then he he dropped it, dropped one of the beers, didn't drop all of it, but you stole. Like, and I don't. You can't when you're looking. I guess when you're lost and trying to get some sort of foundation, or I don't know. I don't. It, it was just weird for me. Um, seeing that part, but I like the part at the end where he just broke down and looked like it was his parents 
uh, and they were just happy to see him come back home, which is a, you know, I don't know if any of you guys are, for those of you guys that are out there watching, but you, when you see your kids, every time you have your kids around you, it's just a, it's a sense of security that you get. You know, now you ain't, you ain't got to worry that they're out there in the world and the world's doing whatever the hell they want to with it. You know, when they're in front of you, it's a peace of mind. It's a kind of like a relaxation or let loose type of thing. So um, it was a good story. I, I love the video. Uh, I'll definitely put it in, in the song of the year category. I got your notes here. This, this is a great, 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 great effort. I'm, I'm not, this dude's up there. He's, he's probably, I can't put him with Lecrae yet, but he's right there knocking on the door. He probably right like top three in gospel rappers and that's saying a lot considering where you are because you're not even in the gospel rap realm if they hear of you or get to hear more of you over there then you will further cement yourself into into the the music landscape not just country rap but for us with your guard twang that you got going on over here I, i'm loving it but they need to hear you over there because there are, there's this is this this is that type of age demographic that likes rap that wants to hear about god you know, and they need to see somebody look like them. You fit that lane more so than a lot of folks that's already over there. You know, so you got an in. You got a win in. All you got to do is just push yourself over there towards them. I'm not saying that you should not focus on country rap, but focus on both if you can, because it ain't a lot for your budget. Your budget won't be a lot. Um, just market, do some, do a whole lot of more social media promotions, targeting churches, because you could probably do a tour, tour during churches by itself. Um, churches, the facilities, the, the place of worship, not the restaurant, um, for those of you that are thinking small-minded. Um, but yeah, he, this this guy, he's, if when and if I decide to get back into management, he will be somebody that I would consider because he has a built-in lane, a core fan base that is begging for him, but they don't know he exists. And all I, all I would need to do is open that door and be like, hey, here he is, you know, come get your boy. You know, and 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 they will eat him up. And and as, as long as these words are being put to music this way in a consistent way, it will, it will be a win. He will be as big as, if not bigger than Lecrae. Um, would that be this? Will be something that I would pre I would present this to Celine. Um, Lecrae, because I can't think of Lecrae's label name now, but he definitely has a label. This guy's a when they reach. Yes, Reach Records. This guy is a bag for Reach Records. And speaking yes, of is. tour, speaking of tour, Rav Breed is on tour right now. God Twain, okay. God Twain Reloaded. Um, I'm just going to count the dates. There are 15 locked-in dates that started June 18th and it's running to December the 17th. Okay. Good shit, Rav Breed. Good job. Good job. Um, He's going to be the word. North Carolina, Virginia, Kansas, Louisiana, two stops in Georgia, um, Illinois, Ohio, Florida, California. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely doing his thing. Lecrae and Lecrae's team, y'all need to reach out with Reach Records. <laughs> reach out. I, I get that play on words. Okay, okay. <laughs> or if Lecrae should give him the open, because I think they could really bridge a gap. Well, he'll probably get Andy or one of the other ones, Triple E, somebody. It's going to be somebody that's a little bit more urban because of the demographic that's coming to see Lecrae. Yeah. Uh, but yes, this would help reach records. 
expand their demographic reach, quote unquote, on words if they added somebody like Rare Breed because he he would be an asset, a huge asset. Yes, yes, yes. All right, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. You know what? I'm, I'm a, you know what I'll do? Okay, I'm gonna give you a little tidbit, Rare Breed. Um, college season's popping popping back up soon, and colleges are opening back up for performances. You can tour every single college in the United States because a lot of them want to do safe music and a lot of them are religious based or they'll be, you know, backed by the Methodist church or backed by the Catholic church, Episcopalian, whatever it is, but they'll have religious basing going on. You can put together some sort of tour to where you can tap each one of these spots and you can use the on-campus religious clubs and or awareness groups for your point of contact. If you're going to the, um, I'm gonna use UNC, uh, University of North Carolina, and you wanna go up there to Raleigh, then you will contact the Student Government Association, and then you will look in there to see which religious groups that they had. And then even in there, cause it's the, 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 not the, yeah, the nominations for the people who are gonna run those organizations, for the upcoming year happened last quarter. So by April, March, May, by the time school let out, they knew who was going to be running that organization for the following year. And that, that information is freely available on the websites, on each website for each college. So you go through that, grab their contact information, put together some sort of package that, hey, I'm trying to put together a tour. I would like to come to your campus. Uh, if you guys could cover room and board, blah, 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 I could come for this amount. You know, and then send over a couple of videos. Nothing, none of your stuff is offensive. I think they love it. You know, run that up. Like, do as much as that as possible, and keep that train moving around. You right now, you I think you said you have 15 dates between now and December. Mm-hmm. You could have 90 dates between now and December if you do this the right way and target it around around the right days. You know, don't just hit up Sundays, but hit up whenever day they, they are available because this these are the religious groups on the campus, so they're gonna solicit for you on the campus for you to come to perform on the campus. So it's a win-win for you. These are captives, all the captive audiences. They can't go anywhere. You know, I, I toured Tuskegee University in Alabama State and Alabama A&M for five years. These, these campuses, Tuskegee had 3,000 students on campus. They can't go in. There ain't shit around Tuskegee, fam. They can't go anywhere else. The closest big city is Auburn up this way and Montgomery over there. They're in the middle of nowhere. So they were trapped on campus. So whatever I brought to them, they ate it up. It was, it was pretty much a sellout and, and full capacity concert every time I went there because they had nothing else to do but to attend that because they wanted to do something. So this is a win for you, fam. Jump in there. And a lot of those shows that he's doing on that tour, they're churches. Good. Good for him. And he, each church talked to each other. So one, I mean, it's it's all an affiliate. So bro, you, you got to win, bro. Keep keep going. I, I'm loving this. All right, I'm man. telling you, gospel rap is probably my most favorite outside of country rap. Gospel. I listen to gospel rap all day on when I'm riding around doing these truck deliveries. Gospel rap, and I'm expanding in the country, but it's starting with black country first. But I'm I'm working my way into regular country. But I got to do with the black country first. I got I, I play Breland on repeat because it, he's like the the country version of Chris Brown. But I, I'm y'all got to work with me on the country. I'm getting there. Just, just bear with me. All right, next up, next up, next up. 
is Coca. One of your favorites. I still remember the very first Coca video we reviewed and how you reacted. This is Coca Heartfelt. Yes. You want to start with it? Yeah, I'll start with it. Um, this is a perfect for me, Coca. And I don't know if you've ever this question before you even because you said it was perfect. Do you still Uh feel that same energy you felt from that? Matter of fact, I got my nose in front of me. No, he's elevated since then. He's, he's he's elevated because this is this is a different type of coke because the coke we heard then he was just spitting and it was more of a wordplay and how fast he can rap and I, but I saw the other talent that was in there this is some of the other talent that I saw in there he's definitely elevated this was this was this is in pocket coke which is what I've been waiting for for since you did the first video where we reviewed you with Big Pope um, audio in this was a ten the video in this was a ten. And I don't know if you did the same video guy that you've been using all these other times, but damn it, your video got an elevator too. These are perfect angles. This is great lighting. Uh, it's, this was a good showing of Coca being a human being in a two-minute song, and then, which is very hard to do, but, but you saw the, the human side of him, and we don't get a lot of that depiction of folks, especially in country rap. You know, we, we get the flexing side or we get the storytelling side, but this is just him being a regular person. Love that side. <clears throat> I love the harmony rap, and this is this is new for me with you because you was almost singing, but not quite. You know, it was like a, you was you was touching it just a little bit, but not you weren't trying to sing, sing, but it was there for me. But that beat on there, that beat was hard as fuck, bro. That beat probably set it off for me in anticipation of hearing you the rap the way that you did, and I will say. This is my I didn't like section of it. I did like the hook. I don't know where the singing came from, but the hook was too low and too subtle. I think this should have been bar for bar. You should have did a rap straight through, no hook, no nothing, just just kill it. That's what I felt like when I heard the song and when I saw the video. But and I think that had you just took out the hook and you just kept on rapping right there and and well, there probably wouldn't have been a like a minute and thirty seconds then because I think it's like two minutes and a little bit of change. But I I didn't like the hook. The the hook was a little weak for me, but the hook didn't on you. The hook was just sounded like a, a loop or a sample or a splice that somebody got from somewhere else and then they just played it over. But it was when they do that type of stuff, you got to turn it up so I can understand what the hell she's saying. Cause I didn't get all of the stuff she was saying. I tried to figure it out, but I didn't I I and I think it was applicable what she was rapping about, you know, or and trying to depict in the video, but I just didn't like it. But I still didn't take away from it because it didn't take away from the song. So again, like I said, you still got a perfect for what we got. I don't know if this is video of the year quality stuff. I don't know if this is song of the year quality stuff, but it's definitely the best coca that we've gotten since the beginning with you and Big Pop, in my opinion. All right. Um, I liked everything about this video and it was titled Perfectly Heartfelt. And the fact that he, I'm assuming this is his real family. Oh, I said it was, yes. That's his real family. Okay, so the fact that he has his real family, he's pulling on the heart heartstrings there. Um, my only... All right, Coca is a lyricist. Coca is definitely inching his way on up to probably being, when we do that year-beginning show, lyricist, mm-hmm. and we talk about those artists, Coca is definitely... If he were, I don't remember the categories last year, but we definitely need to probably have Coke in that lyricist of the year category this year. Um, 
Heartfelt was a perfect name. The stuff he spit about definitely, definitely touched my heart. Him, including his family, touched my heart. Coca is the type of guy, I love these mellow beats for him because it makes you listen to the wordplay. And right. that's what I like. Now, I remember a video that we reviewed on Coca, and I said, Coca, do not need to try to sing. And you gave- I don't remember you saying it. I think I, I think I, I probably said, he don't, yeah, no, don't sing. <laughs> and you okay. have given you have given Colin Keys the business. Oh yes, I Colin, yeah. Okay. Sure. So this video going to that hook that you were talking about, uh-huh. it was a sample. Okay. All right, the way Coca delivered this rhyme, I would have loved right. if Coca either sang whatever that sample was or something similar to it to hold the melody. I actually wanted him to okay. sing a little bit. Sense. I actually wanted, okay. I actually wanted to hear him sing a little bit because I couldn't really grasp what that hook, what that sample was. If he had to sing it, I was like, damn, that was dope. Or something he could have hummed it. Or, he could have hummed, hummed it. Or something yeah. in the melody, it would have made it a little bit more fuller to me. Right. And right. it probably okay. made me feel like it was a little more, more, more. Songish. This to me, you remember how back during the mixtape era, and people give us like two minute songs because they were just doing a mixtape, like as an interlude. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt. <laughs> right. And I right, don't want right. to feel like that when I. This is almost a, a beautiful masterpiece. The video was perfect. Right. Background. I just wanted a little more to bring me on in to completely embrace it. And if I had a score, since I definitely would give it perfect scores, but he could have just gave me a little more to beef up that hook. He just. He really let um, as Jay Z say, "I'm gonna let the song cry." He really let he really <laughs> let that sample bring us in, but I don't want it, I really wanted him to bring us in. Other than that, bro, Cole I think this is the isn't this the first song that we've gotten by him that there wasn't a feature. There's a couple more that we're going to be reviewing, but maybe. Okay, I think this is the first that I and I can remember that uh, that I wasn't talking about somebody else on the track with him. Yeah. So and this is. This this might be a pattern that you need to repeat. Like, do you, fam? You ain't, you ain't gotta. Don't highlight anybody else. This is this is stop, perfect, Coco. Stop out rapping these people. <laughs> <laughs> you cheating, Coco. You getting on songs out rapping people. You cheating. All right, last video of the day, and we haven't, re- bro, because we it's so you know a country rap genre. Y'all really doing y'all thing. Miss Bank can't even really keep up with so many videos now. It is so many. Next video is by Miss Savannah Dexter. And this ain't even the song Spank told me about a year and a half ago. Oh, yes, it is. This is it. All right, now we might, this might be, you clicked the this link. This is it. Did this you is click it. the link? Yeah, I did. This is it, but it's not done the way that I heard it. Or okay. nor is it done the way that it was planned to be done. But I'm not mad at what I got. The finished okay. product. I'm not mad at it. At all. Okay. Savannah Dexter, low down. All right. Let me tell you the first thing when I heard this record, I thought. Fe- featuring Bravo Gator. Yes, yes, sir. Featuring yes, Bravo Gator. It is a Mako product filmed by Full Scope, directed by Ghost. Okay. Is this is this song video in any categories before we go further? 
She's got so much. I don't want her to fill up the categories. I don't give a damn. I mean, she's in it. She's in it. The quality of the work got to speak for itself. Video of the year, not song of the year. I have it in both. I have it in song of the year and video of the year because of, because of, and I'll talk about it when we, when I come to my part, but I think there's some cross marketing ability for this song uh, done right. And it's just spaced enough because it's only two minutes and some change to where an additional feature from okay. somebody in core hip hop would take this shit to a whole nother level. Let me tell you what I thought when I heard this record. Okay. The first thing I thought was feature. Okay. Before, before I say anything about this record, Gator, if you still watch the show, anyone in Mako, if you watch the show, this is the point in time where y'all put y'all money in and y'all go get Nelly. Well, it's strange that you mentioned Nelly because remember when I told you this song and I heard it for the first time that it was probably the best song that they had over there? Yeah. The plans for this song was to get Nelly as a feature. That's fine. You never told me that. The yeah, the, Nelly, Nelly was going to set this song to a completely different stratosphere, and Savannah would have been up there and in the same conversation with uh, Tim McGraw and Florida Georgia Line, yes. which were the other people that Nelly have done collabs with. Bro. And Breland. Bro. I don't even see anyone doing this song justice as a feature than Nelly. This is Nelly's lane. I'm talking about right now, since we've mentioned Salim twice in this video. <laughs> right. right now, right now, y'all bet the house. Y'all figure out what it takes to get Nelly on this record, and you take this thing to Salim with Nelly on it. Well, I don't think it's hard because I think the beat was done by Nelly's producer, if I'm not mistaken. I think the, the Nelly in was already there. The Nelly in oh. is present. So oh. they're, 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 and Nelly's probably heard it. So there might be something coming down the line if this is part one. Because initially, and, that, and I'm, I, it, no one told me that any of that was confidential. If any of this that you, that I'm spitting right now is confidential, Gator, I don't remember. you telling me it was confidential? Truthfully. So if I'm farting it out of my mouth right now, it is not with any ill intent. But initially, this was supposed to be Adam Calhoun, Savannah, and Nelly. Uh, when Gator wasn't even present, because Gator was like, I'm not rapping. You know, and, and ever since then, you know, Gator's progressed and came out a little bit more, a little bit more. And now it's about, you know, him being a featured artist on Mako. So he's now a focal point. So now that he's a focal point that's pulled back and it looks like this is going to be Savannah. Bravo and potentially Nelly, uh, and I'm not, again I'm not mad at that because it's you know this is this is a perfect record. Yes, um, this is a record that would be played on core hip hop radio stations. This record like today. Yes, it will cross over. Oh, but today. without it, I, I wouldn't even call it crossover because this is this was done with pure hip hop intent. Okay, this was done with club intent, which is hard as shit to do over here in country rap because you ain't got no clubs. This was done with the. From the, from the mind of somebody who has core hip-hop in his DNA, which is Bravo Gator. He sees the, the opportunity to be able to use it, and he's trying to figure out what lane can I go down. And if you go down traditional country rap lane, you're going to run into some roadblocks. You're going to run into some dead ends because you can't, you ain't no clubs, ain't no radio, you know. But if you try to steer this shit just a little bit to the right, you know, and go around the corner, you got radio and you got a shit ton of clubs that you can tour with just doing this. The video presentation, 
I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more black folks. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, because if you're gonna target this towards that demographic, you're gonna have to reshoot the video when you do the Nelly remix or whoever you're gonna put on it if you're trying to target that demographic. But I, I, and well, you're gonna shoot, reshoot the video anyway. So I'm, that's, that was a dumb statement. But I, I think that with what they have, this is a good door opener. This is a good, well, we can do this shit too. And Savannah's done this multiple times yeah. through Gator and what Mako has been putting out there. They have done this like, I can do this shit too. I can't, I can do just, I don't, I'm not a one trick pony. I don't just sing country and I don't just do country rap for these people. I can out rap your ass too, Nicki Minaj. You know, I can make me a twerk record too, uh, uh, Meg The Stallion. I can do all of this shit too. So I'm, even though I'm over here and I'm in this pocket because this is my core demographic of fans, if and if an, if the opportunity arose and the budget presented her itself and she shifted to core hip hop and was still doing this type of music, that's the beauty of it. You ain't got to switch up nothing. If she was still doing that type of stuff with a bigger budget, she would be a household name. Even though she still got us blocked, she would still be a household name. And we will still talk about her because the music speaks for itself. And the only thing we can do is just keep reviewing what is out there. But I didn't even give you my review. Um, on the, uh, there was some stuff that I didn't like. I did give it a perfect. I did not like the way her vocals sounded. Her vocals sounded really empty. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, and, and it might have been because I've been, I've been listening to a whole lot of Dolby Atmos productions lately, and that production value is just a little bit elevated. And when I listened to her, it just felt like she was coming from center and not coming from stereo. You know, and I, and I, I was, what else can be added to her vocals that could fix that? But, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not mad at what I got because it didn't take away from anything uh, towards the, the presentation of the song. But it just felt like, and, 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 and in comparison, when, it, when any of you that are watching this go and listen to it, listen to the verse, and then listen to it right before it starts into the hook. And you can see where it got filled some more because they added all this other stuff to it. They layered her vocals. They did a little auto-tune with it. It felt better then than it did when she first started rapping. And when she first started rapping, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just a hollow effect. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't like it. But I don't think, again, it's not going to take away from the song because of everything that we got in this. Visually and audio-wise, it was perfect. This was, I, And I was looking for some flaws, Ghost. But I didn't get any of it. Um, I, you, you had the perfect angles. You had the perfect lighting. The, the people moving around in the background, they weren't distracting. Uh, it was still a focal point on the two that were in the middle. Like this was, I'm glad Gator jumped back in front of this and he's uh, behind the mic and not uh, on the side of the mic or trying to direct traffic. Like this was, this was a great record. Had this been another feature though, and y'all put somebody else that is on the label, this would have been great for Jay Roosevelt to jump on and absolutely murder this track. And I'm, I haven't heard Jay Roosevelt since the, what was the name of that shit? Shark Week. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't almost know a Jay, year. I don't even know if Jay Roosevelt fucking still alive. I don't know. No, no offense. Man, we haven't heard from you since then. But I, I mean, this would have been a great time for you to jump out and be like, oh, bitch, I'm still here. But I didn't get that. I ain't even heard, I ain't even seen nothing about it, you know, truth be told. But, you know, it ain't like Mako does. Uh, post daily on their business activities on their on social media, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. But based on what we got and the music that we're getting, I can't I can't take away from that. I gotta I gotta respect that. Um, bro, I think it was perfect. Um, I love the line dance shots. I love the them taking shots shots. 
I like her talking about line dancing and a little twerk. Um, there was nothing wrong with this. The, the bar scene was dope. Um, her flow was even dope. She has a um, she has a line dance. She has her own line dance. She she has a dance to this. That was already practicing it when I was there. She oh. has a dance to this. I haven't. I don't. I haven't seen any TikToks. I don't know because I don't follow anybody. I don't watch anybody on TikTok. I follow a lot of people on TikTok. I just don't go through my feed. But I haven't seen anything. And of course, we can't see anything on Instagram because, you know, she's got me blocked. So I wouldn't be able to see shit. Um, but if I know that there is a line dance that is out there. So if at all they started some sort of promotions to get things going, you need to do it now because we're in July. This is going to drop in August. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much life you're going to have for 2022 if you don't do it now. Um, cause then you got to go through fourth quarter and it's not a lot of, not a, not a lot of, um, rap by folks that look like us, uh, over here in country rap, uh, that drops during that time. Like right now, this is our fourth quarter. So I would, maybe, maybe they dropped a remix around January ish and crank the thing back up and then go through 2023 and run the shit out of 2023 doing, you know, social media advertising and marketing and maybe do a tour. I'm looking on her um, Twitter as we speak, and I don't, I'm not her Twitter, her um, TikTok, and I'm no. not, I'm just kind of looking at the thumbnails, but I don't see anything that looks like the line dance. She probably should have done a challenge or something. No, she probably, well, that video was like Savannah from 2020. <laughs> I don't think she's going to drop that video. I know she was when, when I saw the video, she was practicing and trying to come up with some sort of routine so it can go viral or, or you know, use it for social media promotions. She would have to reshoot it or get somebody to shoot it and then make that influencer influence other people to do it and let that snowball effect happen. It can happen. Uh, but I'm, I'm not over there running that stuff. So that, that's for whoever's trying to run it and push it the way that they want to run it. Um, because I do see a line dance that she done to Country Girl, but I don't see one to um that. But man, it was a perfect song. Um, I don't know. I might would have. I might would have held it back a little bit as I negotiated with the Nelly thing. I would have. I would have. I, I think it's a little early. Bro, this is the Nelly conversation was happening when I was there. That was two years ago. Like it, apparently, maybe Gator was like, "This shit ain't gonna happen." This is a hit so record. Just drop it. This is a hit record. Oh, this is a, this is this is without a doubt a hit record. This is a hit record, and um and um, if I was able to secure Nelly, Gator comes on. Oh if, no! From a business, no, from, from a business aspect, I just make it about because to me, no sir, why? This it's is already this. two minutes long. You take him off, and then Nelly replaces it. It's still not long enough. I, this is just this is a personal preference. Fine. I I like nope. male vocal, female vocal. It's a party record. Party record ain't got to be too long. It ain't got to be too long. Maybe uh, I yeah, yeah, do. Maybe I get her second verse. No sir, no sir. A line dance record is long. It's not short. None none of the ones that are out there right now are short. That have ever been put out have been short. We want. I give her another verse. Let let's let the people see Savannah twice. Hit Nelly in the middle. Not a disrespect to Gator. Okay, I could do that. Not I could do that. I could do that. This is not a disrespect to Gator. 
It's just saying if we're going for star power, which Nelly is, and we're going to elevate Savannah, are we elevating Gator too? Yes. That's a hard sale. That's a hard. I sale. would do. I would. I would do. I would do Nelly, Gator, end it with Savannah. I go. I go Savannah. Surprise, Nelly, and I let Savannah bring it back. I reshoot the video. I reshoot the video. Even if I can't get Nelly where I'm at, I beg Nelly to shoot a club scene, and right. he and he go back and get all the girls from the um. What's the video that he had with the girl slid the credit card in the crack? Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What everybody video? watching this show know what I'm talking about. It was a, the video. I don't know what you. Oh my god! I <laughs> watch this video. Know what I'm talking about. It was the one that got BET. Remember BET had the uncensored show? Right. BET on BET Uncut. Yes, it's the one that made BET Uncut popular. Um, I don't tip remember. drill. Tip drill. Okay. 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 I'm like, Nelly, please get those girls from Tip Drill, shoot it, and let we're elevating Savannah. Gator wins. So and Gator's another businessman. He knows. Uh, you know what? I'm going to fall back. This is a sexy club record. This is about the ladies twerking. We don't need too much, too many men, too much testosterone. I can never say this fast. It's not happening. It's not happening fast. It's not happening. Gator's also an artist. Yes. And, and he's also a reinvented a artist. He, he's, he's a reinvented artist. He ain't coming off this record. If anything, like I said, if anything, he's going to go first so people can hear him first. Within this, if this record presented to Salim, Salim is gonna tell him to get his ass off. We're presenting the world Savannah. We're not. I just signed Savannah Dexter to a deal. Who are you, and why are you here now? <laughs> I'm her boyfriend, manager, and I own the label, so I got the master of this bitch. So you well, can't you know take what? Me out shit. <laughs> we have you a nice chair with your name on the back. Have a seat, sir. Right. <laughs> you are all the above, but you are not in this video. Sir, and I think Gator understands that. And it's right, not right. due to lack of ability. It's not that he hurt the song. It's just in order for us to put it in the stratosphere, we need the eyes to focus on the established star and the new star. Just and I, I agree with everything that you just said. All of that makes sense. Yes. So it's not a knock on Gator. It's, it's how the business world works. We can't introduce both of y'all, and y'all both ain't signed to the label. Well, technically. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, cool, cool. Let's, let's go. Let's move on. All right. It's time for the project shout out. And this is an artist who actually, this is actually fresh out the inbox too. But they called me while I was checking music out. All right. It's an artist who goes by the name of Guala P. Guala P. And he just dropped a project July 12th. Didn't he have a record with um, Kai Rogers? No, that's that's um that's Guala something else, Frank Guala. Is oh, they, they they related? <laughs> oh, they, they spell it different. They spell it okay. different. Frank Guala was G W A L A. This guy is G U A L L A. Guala P. The name of this project is Certified okay. Okay. Certified Country Ass Dope Boy. Certified country ass dope, but I ain't gonna lie. He took it back to the days of old school because you know we don't we don't see artists just sit on their cover a lot any, anymore. 
My guy sitting up there with the AK, with the braids hat on, in his boxers, looking like he about to serve somebody. And um, like I said, it came out on July the 12th. This is their real street country. Their real deal street trapper country. This is T.I. as a country rapper. Okay? This is trap country. Okay, okay. He has no features. None. What's the name of it? His, his name is Guala P, and the name All of right. the project is Certified Country Ass Dope Boy. Now, my favorite joint on here was On My Own, Hillbilly, and Country. Oh, and I also Ooh. like going, going through some things. Those actually resonated with me. I like those joints. Like I said, it was released July 12, 2022. It was straight out of the inbox somewhere. I don't know what inbox, because there's so many inboxes. But it came to me. I was rocking with it. I was really rocking with him. And I can't wait to see some videos from him because I'm definitely going to make sure we talk about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bro, he, did he just start rapping? I think so. I think so. I think so. Um, I couldn't find a lot on him. Bro, everything in here is 2022. I think he just jumped in the game. Even on, even on Instagram. He has less than 200 followers. Well, welcome, bro. We'll support you. I'll, I'll, I'm going to add you to my list, and I will listen to it. But he's definitely representing Alabama. Um, and I think now, at some point in 2023, maybe we need to start busting these things down like region special. Because when you think of Alabama, you got to think of Coca, this guy, Stormy Lee, um, just off the top of my head, Louisiana, we got Jack Gaspar, 16-bar challenge winner, um, Big Poe, BDK, you know, so maybe Big Daddy King? No. Billy the Kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, so Guala P, welcome to the genre. You are this week's project shout-out. This episode, not this week. Yeah. I, I hate when I, I need to wash out my shot glass. That don't look clean. All right, quick recap. Recap, we're going to give you some of these social media joints. All right, we're starting the entire show off with Country Music Mafia. And the name of their joint was Lone Country Road. Y'all can follow Country Music Mafia, Kentucky Music Mafia on Instagram at Kentucky Music Mafia. Let's push them up to 12.5. Because they're 12.4. That's a lot of followers, bro. Then we had Rare of Breed. And the name of that joint was Coming Back Home. All right, let's get Rare of Breed up to 20.7. And he's at Rare of Breed. Everything's spelled normal. R-A-R-E-O-L-B-R-E-E-D. Then we had that guy, Coca, representing that 205. Yes. This is area code. Is Coco 205? He's representing Alabama. And you can follow him on the gram at Coca Music. C-O-K-A-A-M-U-S-I-C. Let's get my guy up to 1,500. Coca definitely should have more than 1,500 followers, bro. He raps too good. He's working on it. Then we have, last but not least, Miss Savannah Dexter. And she's at Savannah Dexter Music. And if you're not blocked, you can follow her. 
It's the benediction. <laughs> the name of her joint was <laughs> the name of her joint was Low Down featuring Bravo Gator. And let's get her up to 130. We'll help get you up to 130, Savannah, if, if you know, one block. If one block. Actually, Country Rider Board is not block. I know, right? Just, just Ryan Dirty Radio and, and, and you. They didn't block the show. They just blocked us, us as individuals. Us. <laughs> I don't know why. Ain't no, I'm not going to say anything negative because they'll go back, we forgot one, and then get us. I know, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, boys, oh, and make sure y'all check out Guala P. Guala, I saw almost in the right. Guala. Guala P certified country ass dope boy. Let me say this, and maybe this is me. I have never liked profanity in album titles. Never. I've never liked okay. it on any form of music. Never liked it. Because I always look at it like, Mama, will you go get me that new Guala P album? What's the name of it, baby? Certified country dope boy. What? Certified country dope boy. Boy, I'm not buying that with no cousin in it. So I don't know. Maybe that's some old school. My mama would have never bought it. But I thought it was entertaining and dope. All right, that's all I have, man. That's all I got, man. All right, countryreport.com. All your country rare report needs. I ain't even got to run it down. Y'all know what it is. All right. So next episode, it's your boy Big Exam. It's your dude, Spank. And we are the Country Rare Report. Peace. Peace. Get you some merch. <laughs>